get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. He's former blue superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers. That's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's time for our favorite time of the week. We are going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Blues analyst for 101 ESPN, Joey Vitale, is on the line. Joe, how you doing today, man? Hey, favorite time of the week. That's a pretty depressing week for you fellas, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> well, listen, I, I work with Jamie every day, so, you know, it, it can be a little depressing around here from time to time. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. You know who's depressed? Watch this transition, boys. You know who's depressed? A lot of moms in Kirkwood. Jake Allen just got traded to Montreal. My fellow neighbor, Jake the Snake, he's not going to be roaming the streets of Kirkwood anymore. A lot of, a lot of sad souls in the old K-Wood, I'm telling you, fellas. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, okay, Joey, let's go down that path with, with Jake Allen here. And, you know, I don't know if I was really surprised yesterday or not, but – my brain go, went right to the fact that, okay, I think Doug Armstrong is trying to create a solid landscape of what the Blues may have financially with the potential of maybe getting something done with Alex Petrangelo. I could be wrong, but what did you think of the move this quickly in the offseason? You know, I like Doug Armstrong does, Jamie, I and mean, you've seen it plenty of times. Uh, as, soon, as soon as you think you got a good grasp or prediction on what he's going to do, he kind of he shocks Shocks the hockey world. I mean, think back to that Ryan O'Reilly move. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Justin Falk. We show up at the rink one day in October, and all of a sudden, Edmondson's gone, and we bring in Justin Falk. He literally came out of nowhere. So I think it's the true Doug Armstrong fashion that he keeps everything very tight-lipped. And uh, it, it is sooner. It is sooner than I thought, but it was a move that I think just needed to happen. Um, does this help sign Petrangelo? I mean, that's, that's the million-dollar question, I think, for a lot of people. Might be the $8 million uh, question. Yeah, or nine. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what it gets to. <laughs> but, you know, I think for Doug, um, was this a move to to show that he does have a deal in the workings? Possibly. I personally think this was a move to show the Petro side that, hey, we're serious about this. You know, it's like you go look at a home. You walk through the home two times. But until you give them an offer, a good offer, uh, these people are going to think, are these guys wasting my time or what's going on? So I think for Doug Armstrong, this was him submitting submitting a contract saying this is what we're, we're looking at and, and it's a serious note to Petro's side to say all right he's starting to make room he, he's not just talking here he really wants to see this get done so 
Hopefully this will increase um, and, and move up the, the conversation a little bit for Petro. Joey Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN. So in your opinion then, Joey, they, they can't sign him yet to that contract. They don't have that much uh, space available. But what, what do you think could be, if you were speculating, the next move that would have to be made to be able to open up that kind of money to be able to bring back Petrangelo? Well, you know, it, I guess there's a couple couple things you got to look at. I think I think the last I checked, we're a little over six million dollars under the cap, so that's obviously not going to get it done. You look at the two players that uh, Doug Armstrong probably should sign. It's going to be Vince Dunn and Petrangelo. I think you put those two players together, Petro around the eight eight and a half mark, and I think Vince Dunn, since he's an RFA, maybe two to three. So let's just say, for simple sake, or ten million dollars for both those players. So you still need $4 million, in my opinion, to kind of make this work for these two defensemen. Um, you look at Tyler Bozak, who's making $5 million. He's in his mid-30s. $5 million, that's a big, that's a big load. You know, uh, Alexander Steen, you know, you could buy him out possibly, but it's only going to save you, I think, a little over $2 million because of the buyout clause and everything included there. So it's going to help you a little bit, but not all that much. Um, you know, do you, do you go to Jaden Schwartz? Do you move on to a trade ahead of the time he becomes a UFA if you don't foresee him sticking around or maybe you can't afford him? Um, all different outlets, I'm sure. You know, one that someone's not talking about a lot is, is Doug Armstrong gung-ho about keeping Vince Dunn? You know, I, I know that I know he's an RFA and you can get him for cheap, but at the same time, I think if there's a trade out there, uh, I think Doug Armstrong has to, has to, I guess, consider it. You know, and the reason I say that is because I personally really like the way Justin Falk played in the playoffs. I think he was our most consistent and our best defenseman. And I think he was the best because he was given a larger role. This is a player that uh, earned that contract for the Blues back last fall because he was given such a huge role in Carolina, and he's proven to do great things with that role. So given the fact that Colton Fareko wasn't necessarily himself, Petrangelo, Vince Dunn, all these players weren't themselves in these playoffs this past month, then you have Justin Falk coming up, and given that bigger role, he played very well. Do you look at him as a top four guy? And then you have Colton Pareko, Marco Scandella, and then you have Alex Petrangelo. You know, so those are your top four. Those are your top four guys. So could you lose a Vince Dunn? I mean, another possibility kind of thrown out there as well. We'll, we'll see how it all develops here, but it, it is going to be a, a drama saga, uh, and I think that a couple more moves seriously do need to happen uh, before we eventually hopefully see uh, 27 back here with the Blues. Joey, I thought about this yesterday. I mentioned it just in passing, but I'm going to throw it your way. Is Would Doug Armstrong contemplate not making any moves for the foreseeable future, signing Petro, relying upon the cap relief of Vladdy Tarasenko being out, and looking to deal with this obstacle a little further down the road? Do you think that that's in Army's deck of cards. I personally said that I don't see him doing that, but sometimes situations force people to do things that are maybe a little out of characteristic. You know, Jamie, the only reason I would say I don't think he would do that is because you lose so much leverage when Tarasenko does come back. I mean, unless unless Vladdy's done for the year and that gives you a whole other offseason to kind of take your time with it, that, that, that may be the case, yeah. But if you have Vladdy coming back, I mean, I, know, I think they said he's going to be reevaluated in five months Let's say he's back but within the second month, depending on when the season starts. Let's say he's, he's okay to play within that second month. And then you start seeing him. He's starting to rehab and starting to get on the ice. And then you're Doug Armstrong, and then you're really kind of pinched. Like, okay, i got to free up some money and some money now. And you start calling the GMs around the league. And they're going to know that he's, he's kind of in a bad spot. So they're obviously not going to uh, use that as leverage against them. So 
To me, I, I don't think so. I mean, it is interesting with this long-term IR of Vladimir Tarasenko. Does it affect things somehow? I, I just can't see how it would, given the fact that we think he will be back within that first month or two uh, come this next season when it does start. And it may not even start till February. So you, you may be looking at Vladdy not missing much time at all. You may have him for a full season coming up, too. So, again, I mean, I hate saying it, but we, we, we just don't know when the next, the next season is going to start. And, and it's just there's so much unknown. I don't know if I'm Doug. I'm going to take that risk right now. Joey, with Vladdy being out to start next season, who's the guy in your mind that needs to step up from a from a goal scoring perspective? We mentioned earlier, uh, we think Jordan Cairo is one of those guys that's got to add a little bit more onto his plate going into next year. But who would you put into that mix? You know, Jordan Cairo to me is a, a good call there. I mean, he's got the speed. He's got the skill. He's got the offensive IQ. You can see he's a step ahead in the offensive zone. He's got the puck on his stick. He's already moving and jumping to areas. So, to me, he's already ahead of it. I think that he has made great progress over this past season. When he first came into the league, you know, he was, for better or worse, a turnover machine. Craig Berube was not fitting his style at all, uh, turning the puck over the blue line, mismanaging the puck, not being hard in the corners. Uh, but I think that Jordan Cairo really kind of – he kind of grabbed it a little after Christmas. And before this pause, guys, he was playing some terrific hockey. I really liked the way he was trending. So Jordan Cairo is a player to keep an eye on. You know, a Clem Costin, I know we didn't see him here in the playoffs. He's kind of this player that came up a little bit, had great success. But like we see with a lot of young players, they have great success. But as they stick around for six, seven games, then the grind and the NHL style, it does kind of catch up with them a little bit. He's a player to keep an eye on, you know, especially if they do something with this Tyler Bozak contract and they free that up a little bit uh he, to me he's a uh, the epitome of a third liner that can grind and, and be physical and get up and down the ice clear pucks out of the zone get pucks in and get in on the four check so clint costin's a player for me as well um but i mean i i don't think it's uh, it's not it's not unfair to say that i think the blues could use a top six forward you know zach sanford sammy blay have subbed in there with that ryan o'reilly david prom line not too much success as past playoffs, but we've seen Zach Sanford be really good in that position. We've also seen him kind of be absent at times as well. So, you know, is that, is that another thing? If you don't sign Petro, uh, does Doug go after a top six guy? You know, the only downside of that is there's not an incredibly great market right now for a left winger uh, out there, I would say. I mean, you look at Taylor Hall, he's one, but he's going to cost you a fortune. I think Tyler Toffoli is another one kind of jumping out there. Uh, Alex Galchenyuk another one. But uh, to me, if you build those kind of names out there, it's not all that interesting to bring in a top six at this point. He's Joey Vitale. He joins us each and every week here on 101 ESPN. He's one of the best in the business, and you can hear him on This Week in Hockey each and every Tuesday night starting at 6 o'clock as well. Joey, we always appreciate the time, man. We look forward to talking with you again next week. Thanks, boys. You have a great day. You too. That is Joey Vitale. He is the best joining us here on 101 ESPN.